Hi there, I'm Jolynn McCarthy and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering this week's questions, we have with us Bill D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Pizzani, Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, Jolyn. All right, Mike, our first question is from Bill in New York. If the feds wind down the purchases of treasuries, what will that do to bond ETFs? So this is a great question because it actually looks out forward on the risk spectrum. And one of the things that we always try to do is not necessarily try to highlight risks that could manifest in the next month or two, but we're trying to look farther out, maybe six months to 12 years or six months to two years to really try to identify the certain things and risks that are on the horizon that could manifest and turn into some more meaningful things. So the last three or four times that the Fed has actually wound down its bond purchase program and tapered quantitative easing, we've seen some stresses and some liquidity issues that have manifested throughout both the banking system and the underlying economy. And it seems that every single time that the Fed actually tapers its purchase purchasing program, Stocks seem to have a hard time rising in the face of that when the Fed's not actually expanding its balance sheet. It doesn't necessarily mean that stocks can't go up, but you do have a little bit more of a headwind. So one of the things that we kind of look back on is in the fourth quarter of 2018, there, when the Fed was raising rates, we saw some underlying stresses in the repo markets that filtered back into uh, liquidity in the banking system and some sort of uh, issues in the underlying economy. And one of the problems is the budget deficit is so wide right now that the issuance of treasuries could actually be a liquidity concern um, because banks have to soak up all the issuance of those treasuries, especially if there aren't those foreign buyers. So if the Fed starts to taper QE, you could see interest rates perk up and rise a little bit as a result of some liquidity problems manifesting throughout the underlying banking system, which could cause a, a little bit of a headwind and stress, almost like a August of 2011 type of moment when the US, U.S. credit rating was downgraded and you saw uh, financial markets didn't know how to deal with what was supposedly the safe haven asset not being a AAA rated asset anymore. So you could see these little liquidity shocks that reverberate through the system in the face of uh, Fed tapering and or rates rising as a result of that. Right now, rates are really on hold. Ironically, we just saw an inflation print of about 5%. And the 10-year has now backed off to 1.45%. So those would be more short-term spikes uh, driven by liquidity, but that could definitely happen in the face of uh, tapering from the Fed. All right, Bill. Next question is from Susan in California. What is your outlook on European stocks? Yeah, so <clears throat> Europe year-to-date um, is up about 11.5%. Uh, on the EFA uh, compared to the S&P 500's rough return of about 13%. So a little bit lighter than our returns, but we all know the tremendous headwinds that uh, you know Europe is facing. Uh, if you look at the vaccination rates on the continent, very low, you know, uh, high to, to mid single digits uh, because of the AstraZeneca uh, debacle. So that obviously has a lot to do with the new strain in the UK moving through. Europe is still having a very, very tough time uh, with COVID. Uh, you saw the G7 conference uh, this weekend, 
Um, and you really see that, you know, the U.S. was more engaged than it's been in the past. Uh, so I think that you will see um, may, maybe vaccinations uh, really increasing, especially on the news today of Novavax's vaccine coming out, uh, that, you know, Europe should get better uh, quicker uh, now, in my opinion. Um, so I think Europe is more investable than it's been any time in the past decade. Yeah, you have a strong currency. Uh, the the euro is, is stronger versus the dollar, and that's kind of held up for quite some time. Um, so as Europe reopens, I think that uh, it's it's viable here. And um, while it's not off to the races, I think that uh, you'll be able to make some money uh, overseas over the next four to five years. Uh, certainly with slightly lower valuations. So you're getting higher dividends, you're taking less risk, uh, and it's attractive here, uh, especially as they reopen. Okay. Well, thank you both for answering this week's two questions. If you have a question you'd like to submit, email us at jmccarthy at focuswealthmgmt.com. Stay safe, and we will see you next week. Take care.